to Top 5, a show where we count things down from number 5 all the way to number 1. And this week, we're looking at you, Game Night. Whether it's a game of uh, football, I guess. It's not what I approached it as. Uh, <laughs> or video game night. Or if you're just sitting around doing uh, tabletop games, which is the way that I approached it. Top 5 things to cook on game night for everybody attending. So I'll be very interested to see what everybody has. Uh, I really thought hard about my list and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how it comes out. Rodrigo, what do you have for your number five? Uh, yes. For me, I just imagine somebody looking at their uh, chosen device and seeing uh, top five things to cook on game night, game night and be like, wow, it's a major spoiler. Screw going to talk about sports. Yeah. We're going to finally talk about the <laughs> superb owl and what you should yeah, serve that's... on superb owl Eve. <laughs> That's jokes, what we do. Jokes on you. <laughs> we're, talk, we're talking about nerd games. Uh, yes. So uh, my number five, I, I thought about it a lot. And I was like, what would I want to serve on game night? And I'm like, what would I have the time to make for game mm-hmm. night? Because I'm usually running. Um, so I thought, hey, if I just throw a bunch of stuff in a crock pot ahead of time, it'll be done by the time everybody shows up. So my number five is a slow cooker pot roast. Mm, yum. Mm. That way, you know, we can take a break after an hour or two hours, have dinner, and uh, work out the ensuing lassitude during a combat. There you go. <laughs> now, are you a carrots and potatoes person that you throw into the pot roast, too, or do you just, uh, that's pot yeah, roast, that's I'm, all you guys need? I'm down, no, I'm down for carrots, potatoes, sliced tomatoes, uh, corn, beans. Um, there's all kinds of stuff you can throw in and, you know, some stuff you omit if you're going for something, uh, in particular, but yeah, very frequently it always, we always do potatoes. Um, and most of the time we do carrots, um, and then, you know, some bay leaves and some oregano maybe. Carrots are just so gross. (laughs) You don't have to eat them, Matthew. Yeah, my wife, uh, my wife doesn't like raw carrots. Definitely, I think she's okay with cooked carrots, but you know, it's like, yeah, uh, like I said, you know, you, I, I I put tomato in there sometimes, and you know, cooked tomato is like slimy and and basically falling apart, and you know, some people hate that, but yeah, I don't mind. There's like very few things that you can put in a pot roast that I'm gonna be like, oh, gross. Yeah. Um, you know, broccoli. I mean, broccoli would get it. Like, again, all that stuff breaks down, right? So you want to put in yeah. stuff that's going it's to hardy. try to hold its its consistency through the process yeah. Yep. Um, that is deliberately ma- meant to break down protein. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. uh, potatoes and carrots hold hold up under extreme yep. uh, boilage. Yeah. Uh, Matthew, yep, what no do you carrot. have for number five? Well, no freaking carrots. Um, I'm apparently not as schmancy as Rodrigo because... My main thing on game night, and no, it's it's not sports. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, the sports that I'm into are auto racing and professional wrestling. Neither those are sports. Are really you could have yeah, friends I'm over sure. for a WWE match on your pay-per-views. Well, they're not sports in the George Carlin definition, but, you know, anything without a ball is not a sport in the George Carlin definition. But I do have a thing that I love to have on game nights, and... You know, when we used to have friends who lived on the other half of our duplex, we would go over and we would just like throw them in the oven. You open the oven, you throw them in, you cook them. When the first round is over, you pull them out, you take them over to the table, you give everybody a little bit of thing. They're really easy to eat. They are mini corn dogs. So you can eat them with a toothpick. These aren't the ones that have their built in stick. 
These are the mini ones. So they're about, yeah, about the size of your thumb. They have just a little bit of meat, a little bit of crunch. You can have a dipping sauce, but if you're playing like Munchkin, if you're playing a card game or a board game, you want to be careful about your sauces and your, you know, your liquids and your things. But a good mini corn dog, you can even get them. And I know this, I know this for true. You can get them vegan or vegetarian. So like if my kid comes, they aren't going to eat meat, although they're apparently eating fish again now, which I guess is a compromised position. But, you know, if, if you don't want to eat meat, you could still have a corn dog. Uh, if you're like, well, I don't like the sound of, of, of a hot dog, just go and you know, like take the same stuff and just stick a candy bar in there. It's fine. It's still a corn dog by definition. Um, but for me, you can't beat a mini corn dog and uh, some McDonald's hot mustard because, you know, every time you go to there, he give you four of them. You eat one with your chicken. You throw the rest in the fridge so that you have a stash, a backlog of McDonald's hot mustard. But that's number, another top five list. My, my number three is actually corn dogs, the full size corn dogs on a stick. Uh, oh, because nice. uh, the nice thing about a corn dog, especially when it's on the stick, is it's it takes away from the messy. Uh, I know what mm-hmm. you're talking about with the mini corn dogs, because my kids like the mini corn dogs. I prefer mm-hmm. the long ones, the state farm ones. Um Mainly because when you're touching them, yeah, yeah, I like those. Uh, the the little um, um, mini ones end up getting a lot of grease coming off the the mini corn dogs. It gets on your yeah, fingers, you right? Sometimes. Uh, and so I'm not a big fan of that because then people are constantly washing their hands, or they should be constantly washing their hands. But when you got it on a stick and you cook it in the oven long enough, right, you get the crunchy outside. But then the best part of corn dogs is when you're down to just the stick. You got the crispy burnt parts on the stick that you can gnaw off. That's the best part of the corn dog. But yes, you give a, a smattering of sauces. We went over uh, condiments and stuff uh, previous episode ago. But your mustards, your ketchups, your mayos, your spicy mayos, your srirachas, you know, whatever you want to put on it. Um, but uh, yeah, corn dog was my was my number three full size, I, uh, not Matthew's uh, little ones. Can I can I just say that this entry was a wild ride for me since we started with nothing in the winter Olympics is actually a sport and ended, <laughs> and ended, ended with a fried candy bar as a corn dog. Well, I mean, I probably wouldn't call it, I wouldn't call it, hey, it'd have to be dipped in corn. That'd be the thing. If it's going to be called a, a corn, yeah, dog. You, you dip it in, you like, you get like, the like same corn based batter. Yes. The same yeah. batter mm-hmm. that you have for a corn dog. Now this is the thing. This is why Mrs. Lopez says top five is her favorite show. Cause you never know what you're going to get. That's, that's yeah. true. We, yep. yep. All right, so my number five, listen, if, if we're playing a game and we're doing it in the evening, you know, late evening, uh, whatever, I don't want people getting uh, falling asleep with heavy carb stuff. Um, so I want food that I serve my guests to be energy foods, right? Uh, energy foods like, well, uh, avocado is an energy food, right? Uh, eggs, eggs uh, give you uh, lots of protein to keep you going. And so if you're going to have avocado and eggs, you might as well just have a little bit of slow down food on there and just make avocado toast for everybody in your group. That is a fun meal to eat. I know people think that it's a fancy food. It's not. It's a food of a common people because everybody. But my mortgage. It's not expensive. That's I don't know why people. The Internet told me. No, you need the to go to your store. But it's that, that avocado toast that means. No, I can't you need to go to the store. Man, we buy like avocados multiple times a week. And either eat them with uh, chicken or eat them, uh, you know, we'll often do just a night of everybody want avocado toast night. Yeah. And you, if you want a little uh, pickled onion, throw a little pickled onion on there, uh, whatever you want. 
Uh, if you want your eggs scrambled, give them scrambled eggs. If they want runny eggs, give them runny eggs. If they want poached eggs, give them poached eggs. Um, but avocado toast, I think, is a really good food that makes f- people feel like they're special. And um, especially if you cook those uh, eggs up the way everybody wants them. And I think that that is a great meal to serve on game night. Avocado toast. Nice. All right, Rodrigo, what do you have for your number four? My number four, I've I've never actually made it for, for game night, but I've definitely had times when we're playing stuff and then we eat something and I'm like, man, I wish we had this. So my number four is lemon squares. Oh, yes. Lemon squares are really good. Um, they are, you know, they're like tart or like tangy, but also very sweet. And they have like that base of, of you know, like, graham cracker type bread Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's like a lot of the time uh definitely a lot of the people that i play with uh favor stuff like pretzels or peanut butter based things or whatever and i'm like i need something bright you know i'm like a i'm like a mean judge on chopped you have to give me (laughs) you have to give me some variety here and like a lot of the time i was like man i wish I wish I thought to bring some lemon squares, but maybe I can learn to make them and then I'll just bake them. Very cool. Matthew, what do you have for your number four? Well, again, when it comes to game night, I try to be aware of a portability factor. And so um, if, you know, you get your corn dog, sometimes you want something, you want to mix something up. And first of all, I want to apologize uh, beforehand to my friend Rodrigo, uh, who is, you know, from Mexico understands that, you know, Mexican food has many, many different layers and probably looks at these things the way I look at, you know, like, I don't know, bad sushi, uh, taquitos. My Uh, number four is a box of taquitos and they're the, they're not the good ones. I'm not talking about, you know, high quality things. I'm talking about Walmart $2 for a dozen taquitos because you just chuck them in there you get a little bit of what purports to be beef, a little bit of bean. You get sort of a cilantro, and you get that crispy corn outer shell. They are great with something that comes up later in my list. But since they're separate items, uh, I will list them separately. But a good cheap jack taquito. You know, Stephen, you're like, it's it's really simple. Uh, you just uh, fry some eggs and give them some pickled uh pickled artichoke and i'm yeah, like it's not that hard man learn you and cook. i are in two learn to cook everything doesn't have to be microwave tax brackets i know how to cook mr man but i don't cook schmancy with like pickled onions and things i cook with like <laughs> here you go here's some fondue but taquitos really good and they're not greasy if you just stick them in the oven and cook them so you get that whole taco taste without having sour cream falling on your sorry board or without getting, you know, fingerprints all over your character sheet, whatever it is you're doing, they're portable, they're quick, and they're pretty relatively, I wouldn't say healthy, but they're nutritious. They have corn (laughs) and meat and things in them. You know, it's not like you're eating just like when you're eating a Cheeto, you're just eating salt, salt and air. That's all you're getting. But a taquito has some actual food content to it. So that's why I'm going to eat me some taquito. Maybe even tomorrow I'm going to get me a box of taquitos. Uh, my number four is another one that is uh, pretty good. It seems to be relatively liked by a lot of people. Uh, spinach and turkey rolls. So, you know, this is where you get your tortilla, you know, flatbread, whatever that is. 
put some spinach, put some kind of a dressing or something in there, providing the people are not going to get grossed out by mayo. Uh, slap some uh, sliced turkey in there, preferably some stuff that you uh, buy a whole turkey breast and you slice it yourself on your meat cutter and you put it down and you roll it up and you can either make it an entire roll where they get the whole thing or you can slice it into little pinwheels and get fancy by putting a little uh, plastic sword uh, through them so that they stay together and then you present a plate of spinach and turkey rolls to your friends. Again, uh, depending on what kind of uh, dressing or, or uh, topping that you, not a topping, but you know, the binding that you put on your spinach and turkey rolls, uh, mm. probably a little less healthy, but spinach and turkey rolls really good for you. So uh, my number four spinach and turkey rolls, either in the pinwheel or everybody gets a handful, uh, your choice. Yum. Is that actually you, my you, number you want- two? It's your number two. Yeah. A good turkey pinwheel sandwich. Now what we do is we actually do hummus. But you get some hummus and yeah, some turkey. Yeah, whatever your binding some, is. Yeah. I don't necessarily like spinach per se, but you can put things in there. You get like a little sliced pepper or a little tomato to where and once you slice them up, you have the flavor of a big, you know, messy sandwich. But then you also have that. It's controlled. It's just in the little pinwheel. You stick it in your face. It's good. Um, you can also do them with cream cheese if you get like a good Yeah, that's how my wife makes them when, cream she, cheese. when they go to yep. work. She does it with cream cheese. I'm not a huge cream cheese fan, and she's not either, but everybody at her work loves them with the cream cheese. So she'll yeah. do a cream cheese on it. And she well, sometimes she'll do with ham, ham and, and cream cheese and, and spinach or lettuce or whatever. But uh, to eat what? your own, eat, a, eat some kind of a roll. Rodrigo, what were you going to to ask? Uh, do, do you guys mean with, um, is it raw spinach or is it like boiled or is it like some sort of like, spinach Oh no, it's usually a raw for me or something. Yeah. Okay. You give it a little blanch. Um, we actually have, I have a coworker who does a really great Reuben pinwheel where wow. she takes the cream cheese, some thousand Island and horseradish, and then she rolls in corned beef and Swiss. And it is just, Oh, it's so, so good. And if you get like a, a load of these that are really, really well rolled, you don't even need like the schmancy toothpicks. Cause again, we don't have, we don't have schmancy things in my house. We, we eat with our hands off the floor like the cat, but I'm telling you. And that explains that, a lot. You know what? You say <laughs> things like that. You have never been in my house. You've I have never been in your you old don't. house. Yeah, in your old now, house. Yes, I have. Four houses ago. That doesn't count. That was 20 years ago. That doesn't even count. No, it was It was there like, was well, four, your kid was like six or seven or eight. So, Rodrigo, what do you have for your number three? Uh, my number three is uh, definitely food that might cause problems during game night. But I think mm. it's still important to potentially have around, and that's fried plantains. Um. When you fry plantains, you kind of end up with these like nice sort of snack size, sweet, like naturally sweet. Um, yeah, just snacks. Um, the The issue is that they can be a little greasy. So you have to once you make them like you don't have to eat them hot. In fact, it's actually kind of better if you don't eat them hot. Um, so you can put them in a napkin or something or in a paper towel and drain some of that, uh, oil off uh, and then people can eat them. And of course, the best part of fried plantains is that, uh, Americans don't know about it and they're scared of them. So if you, uh, serve that and you know, you're, you're bound to have one or two friends who are like, oh, I I don't know what that is, what, what that is. I don't want to eat it. So then there's more for me. 
So my number three is fried plantain. <laughs> yeah. Banana's weird friend, the plantain. Yep. Uh, Matthew, what do you have for your number three? My number three is another really, really awesome item. It is something that um, my next door neighbor who doesn't speak to us anymore because they've gone super fundamentalist Baptist. But my next door neighbor used to make the most amazing queso dip. She would like throw in a whole thing of Velveeta and a can of chili and some of uh, the uh, Rotel cheese, throw in whatever you want, literally whatever you want in a nice queso dip. And you stick it in the crock pot and you just heat it up. And the thing about it, you think this sounds messy, but when you deliver it, you deliver it in a bowl with like chips or as I previously mentioned, as like a taquito for a delivery system for this. So you've got like a nice thick cheese with tomato and beef and onion in it. And it's really nice. You eat it over your bowl. So you scoop in your bowl, you put it in your face, you set your bowl down. You don't necessarily get cheese all over everything. It's, it's compact, but again, cheese is like a, a milk product. You guys, that's like, that's like three of the four food uh, groups. And I know they don't do food groups anymore, but you know, I'm old. And one thing I've learned about being old is that you can just continue saying the things you learned in grade school as if they were true. And no one will ever challenge you on it. Yeah, sir, this is a windy. Definitely, definitely yeah. not on the internet. Oh, that's true. And you know, I was raised by like uh, I was raised by a depression grandma, so I totally skipped the whole boomer era. So I don't necessarily know what it's like to be a boomer, but I feel like if it means that I get to eat queso dip whenever I want, you can okay boomer me all day long, and I'd be like, yeah, great, fine. Can I have some more queso dip? Oh, yeah. especially when you get the the tomato, like a big chunk of tomato soaked in that, oh, that cheese. Oh, uh, so my number three was corn dogs. So we'll just go right into number twos. Uh, Rodrigo, what do you have for your number two? Uh, my number two is something that I've, I've had at other people's houses and I think is actually a very good thing to have uh, for game night. And it's very easy to make. And that's Rice Krispie Streets. But really, the the secret is you can make Rice Krispies style treats out of any cereal. So you can make Fruit Loop treats or you can make... Uh... Oh, yeah, Muselix treats. Don't yeah. make Muselix treats. Don't do that. Ooh, pork chop <laughs> treats. Yeah, special special K yeah. treats. Can I ask where you're buying pork chop he... breakfast cereal? No, he said you can make it out of anything. Well, I, I said any cereal. Oh, okay, but... well... I'm yeah, sure. I mean, I'm sure if you look hard your, enough, your Matthew, you will find pork chop uh, cereal, pork chop flavored cereal. Pork chop flavored <laughs> Let me just look. Cereal. I'm going to look because I'm going to look and see Don't if there is a, a pork time, chop, man. pork chop flavored cereal. I mean, marshmallow. Will well, let's see. We got kicks. anything. Kicks and shake and bake. <laughs> kicks and shake and bake. That's the recommendation right there. For pork chop cereal, I guess that's what that's what that's what yeah. I think it's the other way around. Is that you can use kicks as a bread chop pork coating. chops? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Pork chop sandwiches. Yeah. So there you go. You buy some cereal. You split half of it. You make treats out of it. Half of it, you use it to coat your pork chops. You got a whole meal right there. Yeah. You, do. <laughs> you got a lawsuit, is what you got. No. I'm just looking to see if there's anything else that somebody actually has a brand of cereal. Pork chops aren't popular. I'm sure if you found, if you looked for bacon flavored cereal. Oh yeah, no, they have, they definitely have bacon flavored stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I can definitely. What's the, uh, what's the most interesting cereal you've used for your, um, 
for your uh, Rice Krispie Treats, Rodrigo? I, I think it's probably Fruity Pebbles. Oh, yeah. Just because yeah. it's, we, like, Fruity Pebbles are, like, aggressively artificially colored, mm-hmm. right? So even if you do something like Fruit Loops, it doesn't tend to stain the marshmallow, but Fruity Pebbles do. They basically yeah. turn into a tie-dye thing. Yeah. So, you know, they look fun. And they'll tie-dye you all the way down, as we've discussed mm-hmm. in, in right. previous times yeah, we on this show have, and on various shows. You want to have some fun that isn't gross and scatological. Um, <laughs> make your Rice Krispie Treats out of Lucky Charms. With because, the marshmallows? Yeah, because they heard you like marshmallow dogs, so they put marshmallow in your marshmallow, yeah. so you yeah, can, can marshmallow that, while sure. you marshmallow. Yeah, that's, I, yeah. Yeah. that's where it's at. I had the Fruity Pebbles, a giant one, when I went to... Um, Legends, which is the up by the uh, big raceway here in Kansas. Um, mm-hmm. One of the candy stores or whatever it was, they had like, mm-hmm. you know, caramel flavored covered apples with uh, chocolate covered apples. And then they were like Rice Krispie treats and they had this big giant like you, would, you know, the size of a size of a normal Rice Krispie square, but Shape also as thick eagle. Oh. as thick mm. as the area of a Rice Krispie treat. So, I mean, it's just this massive chunk of uh, right. fruity play, flavored uh, rice krispies and so yeah that was that was an interesting that was an interesting time uh let's see where are we at are we on our number twos matthew did his number two which we was uh, turkey rolls or some kind of a of a roll yep. uh, my number sandwiches yeah my number two is uh, one of them fancy charcuterie boards uh that you get you know you get a little meat a little sweet a little tangy a little whatever you can put what you can do your board however you want right so if you're looking through the cupboard and all you have is um apples and pork chops well chop up some uh apples fry up your pork chops cut them into little bite-sized pieces with the little fancy toothpicks uh throw on some pretzels and there you go uh we pork actually we actually pork. did something like this was it last thanksgiving or two thanksgivings ago where I was just like, we're doing just a whole thing. And so yep. we had we had a little bit of turkey, but it was not like plated or anything. It was just spread out. It was grazed day. Uh it was a great, it was a great meal that day. Although the next day everyone was like, Are we supposed to have a turkey dinner on Thanksgiving? But really, seriously, <laughs> trust me on this. Either buy Don't. one or make one of your charcuterie boards. And uh people will thank you for that because then it's uh kind of nibble nibble as you want and get what you want and as much as you we want. Had- we had that for dinner last week. Okay, cool. Uh, if I send my wife to go buy it, she comes home and it's like, okay, I wrote a check for $73. And I'm like, that's, <laughs> I mean, $73 for one meal if we're doing takeout, maybe. But yeah, she had like and really fancy cheese. Schmancy cheese. She had like five different varieties of super thin salami. She had like the good grapes and strawberries, and yeah, you know, it was, it was that's fine, what you do, man. It's just like I mean, she could have probably bought all of those separately, and then you could have did. made the board. But if you just bought the board, then yeah, you're probably paying a no, little too much. She literally bought the pieces and still oh, cost seventy four dollars. Well, fresh fruit these days. We're in the middle of uh, uh, certain foods being still hard to come by, so doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Does not surprise me. All right, we are now up to our number ones. Number one foods to cook on game night. Rodrigo, what do you have? All right, my number one is a drink, but you still have to cook it. Um, And that is uh, Jamaica or Agua de Jamaica. Or, as a lot of people know it, hibiscus tea. Um, Hibiscus tea has been on my list before. 
Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good refreshing drink. You can, it, it doesn't have a lot of sugar in it, so you can add sugar to taste. So uh, unlike other teas as probably Americans or like British people do it, you don't like boil water and then pour it at, and then like steep in some of whatever you're doing. Right. Uh, the way that you, we tend to do it, you get a big pot, you Boil a bun. You boil some water and you put in the uh, hibiscus, specifically the the hibiscus petals um, mm-hmm. that have been treated and and, and dried, um, and then you just boil it. And then once it has uh, broken down a little bit, you remove the petals, add sugar to taste, and have some delicious uh, Jamaica. Very uh, nice. One important thing uh, that you should be aware of, and it makes me think that basically every item on my list is actually pretty bad for game night, mm-hmm. um, is that uh, Jamaica is a diuretic. But as long as you time when you give everyone the Jamaica, everyone, <laughs> you time it you so, can, so that they yes, need to every, leave the house when you want yeah, them to. So that each person goes to the bathroom at a different time, then it's never a problem. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Our tortoise loves hibiscus. That's we've mm. got. Uh, we planted hibiscus uh, specifically for him, uh, and uh, when they're in bloom, just cut one off every morning, and by the end of the day, that little sucker has chowed the whole thing down. Yeah. So there wow. you go. Put it into a tea, Matthew. What do you have for your number one? See, now I feel super unfancy uh, because <laughs> my number one is there, well, honestly, for a long time, there are two things that you could guarantee that you would get at my house. One was some sort of spaghetti. Because everybody can make spaghetti. If you know you have a a new young married couple and you're going to dinner, spaghetti will be there. It's just a thing. But the other was always hiding in the back of the fridge, waiting for those moments of ritual self-destruction, for those times when you cannot go on, when the world has beat you down and stomped on your face and you're just like a a, a no-good, scum-sucking, nose-picking, boot-licking, sniveling, groveling, worthless hunk of slime. You need Totino's Pizza Rolls. Trademark, copyright, whatever you want. Pizza rolls are great because many times if you order a pizza on game night, you get greasy game pieces, you get greasy pages, greasy board things, you know, somebody doesn't want to kick in their portion. Um, You have moments where, you know, Rob takes the last slice. These things are, are surmountable when you buy the pizza rolls because you can get like, for the price of one pizza, you can get three bags of pizza rolls, three different varieties. You can even buy them all cheese for your friends who are, you know, jerks and don't love anything and don't like flavor. But if you get like the three meat pizza rolls, I'm sorry, you can, you can take me to your five-star restaurants all night long. I'm going to be like, yeah, I wish I had some three meat pizza rolls. And, you know, Stephen is like, well, that explains it. Yes, in fact, I am a very fat man. But the thing about a pizza roll is it's pizza in a roll, and it's wonderful. And as long as you don't overcook them to where they burst and they turn into like a molten pizza roll killing device where you're like, you know, you're like Han Solo running away from that rolling ball uh, after Dr. Octopus wouldn't throw in the whip, that whole thing. That's just, you know, uh, pizza rolls, my friends. Always get a pizza roll. Number one in my heart. And also on today's list. Are, are you making them in the oven or in the microwave? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, we used to actually have a, uh, 
little like what do they call those things? Like a toaster, toaster, toaster oven? oven? Yeah, specifically for the making of pizza rolls and taquitos. So in the lower level of the house in the gaming area, we literally had toaster oven. Um, microwave is fine. I prefer oven, but oven gives you a little bit more of the burst and melt problem. So I don't feel like there's an improper way to eat a pizza roll. I mean, you could literally heat it over a candle flame and I think a pizza roll would be perfectly fine. All right. Listen, uh, for my number one, uh, when you come to my house, I don't want to just say, well, I went down to the store and bought a bag of frozen stuff and threw it in the microwave. My number one is pizza. I'm sitting. But right again, <laughs> it is not like a frozen Red Baron, or I guess Matthew would probably want to go with a bunch of those Geno's uh, 25 oh, no. cent pizzas. It's just like a stack no. of them. Yeah, he could buy Red like Baron a, or Tony's Red Baron. So or here's Tony's. the deal. If you come to my I house, you're like not Red getting Baron. you're not getting a frozen pizza from me. Right. You're also not going to get uh, we'll be there in 30 minutes or less, sir, and deal with with that. Because then you're going to get into an argument with all your guests about, oh, what kind of pizza do you want? Well, right. everybody's pizza topping is their own personal thing, and I don't have a problem mm-hmm. with that. So why not have everybody make their own personal pizzas that you can either uh, – so there are a couple of ways you can do this. You can go and buy the individual pizza crusts that are already kind of made, and then you just – you know you pop. Uh, I'll explain the best way to cook them in a minute. But um, Or you can make your own dough, and everybody gets a little chunk of dough, and they can spread it out themselves – Everybody gets their own sauce. They can put as much sauce on it that you can give them a couple of different cheeses. If they want to, you know, put cheeses on there, you can put out all the toppings or a variety of toppings for people. You know, if they want the cup uh, pepperoni, if they want uh, carrots on their pizza, whatever that they want, you have those things out there. And then don't throw it in the don't throw it in the oven because that's not a good experience. You want people to have a memorable game night. So either fire up your grill, which is what we normally do. Or if you have one of those, uh, quote unquote, portable pizza ovens that you can get nowadays, um, if you do it on your grill, it's probably still going to take about eight minutes to do, you know, a pizza. But you can get four pizzas done in eight minutes, right? Um, With the pizza ovens, you put it in there and it's done in 30 seconds, minute tops. So everybody gets their pizza really fast. Everybody gets to eat it, and especially if you're using, you know, fresh dough, it fires up and is just a good wood-fired or gas-fired pizza experience. And then everybody's like, oh, he said we were going to have pizza. I thought it was going to be Domino's or I thought it was going to be Pizza Hut. But no, we got to make our own pizzas, and it tasted really, really good, and we we made them there. I think that is the experience that you want to have with with your, your game friends or guests that come to your house. And, and certainly people think that pizza is a kind of a no brainer kind of food. But I think when you take it to the next level by saying, Hey everybody, we're going to make our own pizza. Then uh, I think that adds a little bit uh specialty to it. And, and no, Matthew, you don't have to worry about Rob taking your last slice because it's your pizza. You get to have your own pizza to yourself and you get to eat the last slice. So there you Rodrigo, go. Do you, do you ever like hear Steven say these simple things like my, my homemade pizza oven or the grill? That I don't I have a, in the house. I don't have a pizza oven. Think, you think this is a completely different social stratum. I'm no, like, uh, here's the thing. Steven, <laughs> like Steven, like uh, knows what he likes, right? True. Steven has like a food de- dehydrator. I do. Right? True. Cause, cause one day he like, ate some good like dehydrated apples and says this is what i want out of life so he went and got it just like um 
you know, our friend Brian like has like a structural column of of board games. Um, by the way, you know, game not at Brian's. Um, <laughs> and you know, just like I have uh, like a, a a little arcade stick to play a video game that I could just as easily play with a controller that came with the console. Steven has all this stuff because he has that that thing about food. You know, he wants yeah. that experience. Yeah, I have. I want people to have good experiences. Yeah, he wants that complete experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, there's my number one pizza. Uh, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. What are you going to serve on on game night? I jumped over into the Major Spoilers Discord server uh, earlier today and asked some people, "Hey, what's your favorite tabletop game night food?" And we have Kevin Eleven who's saying Snackwise pretzels. Not greasy like potato chips can be. There's no cheese dust from Doritos or Cheetos, and they are pretty cheap. Uh, if we're talking about a meal food, I usually grab a few types of luncheon meat like ham or turkey, cheese and buns, or pizza. There's always pizza. Uh, Jimbo Fett says, definitely pretzels. For other food, I really like wings, but they're messy, so the next go-to are cold-cut wraps that are sliced up. A lot of people liking that one, Matthew. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Lagna says, depend on the mood, popcorn, uh, dip and carrots, sometimes snacks like chips or such, dried meats, beer. He says beer sausage. Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, okay. I know what he's talking about now. For a minute, I thought he meant yeah. beer, comma, sausage. And then I was like, beer sausage. Oh, and then I was like, oh, beer yeah. and sausage. Yeah. Either way. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then Jim Fett says, oh, there is always the charcuterie board. Uh, they're nice to have, but can get pricey depending on what kind of meats and cheese you have. Um, let's see. <laughs> they can also get annoying because everyone in my family pronounces it charcuterie. Uh, war, yes. Uh, a current favorite with us says war hamster is a smallish cured ham, but that's a special treat. Uh, the usual is either chips or things like M and M's. Now, if you got one of those cured, cured hams and you got a smoker grill or a hamster, uh, put it in a put it in a tray, cover it with you know like not not bury it with uh, apple juice, but pour over the apple juice uh, over it so that it's sitting in the bottom of the tray, and then you cover it with foil and you put it in that smoker for like three or four hours, and when it's done, oh my god, you'll have the best. Uh, Apple flavored yeah. smoked cured ham yeah. in your life. And if you if you have an anti griddle, what you can do is you can take something and just never mind. Uh noobed Rolo says last time we had an in person game, it was Cheetos and Mountain Dew. That was seven that's years it. ago. That's a waste. Yeah. Uh Philbert sixty six says we try to keep food and drinks. Uh we have a we've had a few disasters away from the game table, but we have M M&M, M Skittles, crackers, and dipping cheese. Uh cheese and dipping crackers. Cheese. Uh, says Cosmo Memory 91 with summer sausage if we're feeling fancy. Although I guess these days since my game night is a game morning, I've become partial to bagels and coffee. Ooh, I like that one. I like yeah. that one. So there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, what are you going to serve on your game night? Head over to our major spoilers uh, Discord server. You can find and join the Discord server for free. We have a specific channel for top five. We've got channels for all of our shows that you can go in there and uh, and chat with. If you're a patron, you have access to secret channels that you can go and talk about uh, other things that are going on at Major Spoilers. Um, if you want to join our Patreon, we certainly appreciate it. You can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Major Spoilers. We're going to read your list. Uh, we've already read some of them. Everybody else is going to read your list. Why? Everybody loves a list. And we will talk with you next time. This podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.